Welcome to the Week in Travel, where we cover notable travel news from, well, you guessed it, the past week. I'm Brandon with the Adept Traveler, and I'll be your host. Now, let's get into the news to stay updated on travel news, tips, tricks, and other insights, which will help you to travel like an Adept Traveler. Subscribe to this podcast. We frequently release new content to keep you up to date on all things travel. It's official. The Prime Minister of Canada has announced that the government will end the pandemic-era vaccination, testing, and quarantine requirements for international travelers starting on October 1st. And that's not the only good news. The mask mandate will be removed for public transportation, which includes air travel. And there's good news for cruises departing from Canada. Travelers will no longer be required to provide proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. Do keep in mind that that's the government lifting their requirement. A cruise line can still decide to require testing or proof of vaccination. Good news for those traveling in Europe. French air traffic controllers have called off a three-day strike planned from September 28th through September 30th after a deal was reached. The three-day strike was planned to follow a one-day strike held on September 16th. An air traffic controller strike affects not only the entirety of France, but any airline looking to travel through French airspace, as well as other airlines that connect through a French airport. A three-day strike would have been extremely disruptive in the region, but thankfully, this crisis has been averted. Days after Fiona left the Caribbean, a new hurricane is forming. Hurricane Ian has passed over the Cayman Islands and is intensifying to a Category 2 hurricane as it heads towards the western end of Cuba, which includes the capital city of Havana. Once it crosses into the Gulf of Mexico, the storm is expected to intensify to a Category 4 as it makes landfall with the western side of Florida. Both Tampa and Orlando are in the path of Ian. The storm is projected to move in a northern course into Georgia. If you plan on traveling to the Cayman Islands, Cuba, or really anywhere in Florida within the next week or two, including Disney World, I would strongly advise you to contact your travel advisor. Good news for T-Mobile customers flying with United Airlines. T-Mobile customers that have either the Magenta or Magenta Max plan will now have free Wi-Fi aboard many United flights. Magenta subscribers will have four full internet passes for each year with one hour of free Wi-Fi outside of that. Magenta Max subscribers will have unlimited free in-flight Wi-Fi. Now, this doesn't apply to every United Airlines flight. To start, the program will only apply to flights with the Viasat or Thales in-flight Wi-Fi service for domestic or short-haul international flights. Smaller regional jets, long-haul flights, or any flight using GoGo for their internet access will not be included in this program. Good news for those that fly with Virgin Atlantic or fly within the SkyTeam Alliance. Starting next year, Virgin Atlantic will be joining SkyTeam. This will put Virgin alongside Delta, Air France, and KLM. This will also give frequent travelers of Virgin Atlantic access to a larger number of airport lounges, as well as the ability to earn and redeem miles across any airline within the Alliance. Once Virgin is officially a member of the SkyTeam Alliance, holders of Virgin Atlantic's Silver Card will gain SkyTeam Elite membership, and Gold Card holders will gain Elite Plus membership. Hurricane Ian is expected to make landfall with Florida's Gulf Coast this Wednesday. 
Currently, Ian has been upgraded to a Category 3 storm. In preparation for Ian, many international airports have started suspending operations, including those located in Orlando and Tampa. Many airlines, including American, United, and Southwest, are waiving flight change fees and fare differences for flights affected by the storm. In response to an impending hurricane, airlines generally move planes and flight crews in advance. Cruise lines that have itineraries in the Caribbean and along the east coast of the United States and Canada have already started modifying itineraries and moving ships clear of the storm's path. Some resorts in the Dominican Republic are closing temporarily or limiting operations while they clean up and repair damage from Hurricane Fiona. The Hilton La Romana, Hyatt Zalara Cape Cana, and Hyatt Ziva will all be closing temporarily, with reopen dates ranging between November and December this year. Club Med Punta Cana is temporarily closing with a reopen date scheduled for October 22nd. Two properties in the AMR collection have been affected. The Secrets Cape Cana Resort and Spa is limiting operation, but expects to be fully operational soon, while the Dreams Royal Beach Punta Cana is fully operational, but is undergoing repairs related to the storm. If you are scheduled to stay in any of these resorts, or in the Dominican Republic at all, you will need to contact your travel advisor to better understand how these closures or any others will impact your travels. In Cuba, Hurricane Ian knocked out power to the entire island. As of Wednesday, power has only been restored to three regions. The capital city of Havana and much of the western side of the island, where the storm was at its strongest, is still without power. Ian hit Cuba as a Category 3 hurricane and destroyed homes, buildings, and other critical infrastructure. In an especially hard economic blow to Cuba, many tobacco farms had necessary infrastructure destroyed, which will be a major setback to the production of Cuban cigars. While many of Florida's theme parks and resorts were closing in preparation for Hurricane Ian, Walt Disney World and Universal Studios Florida both adopted a wait-and-see approach. With Ian expected to make landfall as a Category 4 hurricane, both Disney and Universal have announced immediate closures of their theme parks for Wednesday and Thursday of this week. Disney is working with travel advisors and guests to modify park and resort reservations without any penalties. Any open reservations during park closures will be automatically canceled and refunded. If you had plans to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios Florida, or really anywhere in Florida in the coming weeks, you really should reach out to your travel advisor. Disney Cruise Line has recently announced updates to their health and safety protocols. Starting on October 14th, those traveling on the Disney Dream, Disney Fantasy, Disney Wish, and Disney Wonder will no longer be required to provide proof of vaccination to sail. The same will apply for those traveling on the Disney Magic starting on November 7th. Even though unvaccinated travelers will be welcome, anyone not providing proof of vaccination in advance will still be required to submit a negative COVID test taken no more than two days before embarkation. Labor strikes are starting to affect U.S. travel, with airport workers, including baristas, bartenders, cashiers, cooks, and lounge attendants, going on strike in San Francisco International Airport. While not directly affecting travel, this will impact those passing through this airport. And that's not all. Airport workers and flight attendants have started demonstrations across 24 airports around the U.S. and London.
While these demonstrations aren't an official strike and shouldn't affect air travel at this time, this could lead to future strikes that will hinder travel. We are keeping a close eye on this as we approach the busy holiday travel season. United Airlines suspended flights to Cuba in 2020, but that's about to change. The airline has announced that it is working to resume flights to Cuba later this year. In order for United to keep the allocated routes, it needs to resume flights by October 31st. However, the airline says it is facing challenges and has asked the U.S. Department of Transportation for a 30-day extension to the deadline. We haven't seen details on the challenges United is facing, but if I had to guess, I'd say it's probably staffing shortages. United, like every other airline, has faced staffing challenges, which have caused issues over the summer. However, the airline has been aggressive in hiring. They've also been holding numerous job fairs and offering generous signing bonuses. Hopefully, United will soon join American Airlines and JetBlue Airways in offering Puerto Rico was especially hard hit by Hurricane Fiona. The entire island faced damage to buildings, homes, and critical infrastructure, including a power outage to the entire island. However, many resorts have been able to reopen and are fully operational. Many of the island's premier golf courses have also reopened. Puerto Rico's larger airports have all reopened, as have the ports for cruise ships and ferries. Historical parks and other attractions have also come back online. Even though the tourism sector looks to be close to normal operation, if you do plan on visiting Puerto Rico in the coming weeks, do reach out to your travel advisor to better understand if there are any changes caused by Fiona that could affect your travels. Ports in Florida have started to reopen following Hurricane Ian. Port Everglades in Fort Lauderdale and Port Miami have reopened. Cruise lines that have been waiting out the storm have now started to dock. Scheduled cruises from these ports will be able to resume normal departures. Port Canaveral, Jacksonville Port Authority, and Port Tampa Bay remain closed. Cruises scheduled to depart from these ports are being canceled or rescheduled. If you are scheduled to depart on a cruise from Florida in the next week, reach out to your travel advisor to better understand if or how Hurricane Ian has affected your trip. So far, over 6,000 flights have been canceled related to Hurricane Ian, with airports in Florida, Georgia, and even the Carolinas closing before the storm. Now that Ian has passed, airports in Florida have started to reopen. Airlines previously moved assets, including airplanes and flight crews, out of the hurricane's path are now returning these assets back into Florida. Many airlines are working on providing relief flights over the weekend to clear the backlog of travelers stranded by the hurricane. The airports reopening today include Tampa International Airport, St. Pete Clearwater International Airport, Sarasota Bradenton International Airport, Orlando International Airport, Melbourne Orlando International Airport, Jacksonville International Airport, Southwest Florida International Airport, and Punta Gorda Airport. Walt Disney World closed on Wednesday and Thursday with crews assessing damage and planning for repairs. The park is currently working on a phased reopening for the thousands of guests currently staying at Disney Resorts hotels. The following areas have reopened today with limited hours. The areas include Magic Kingdom, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, Epcot, Disney's Hollywood Studios, Disney's Animal Kingdom Theme Park, Disney's Springs, Fantasia Gardens Miniature Golf, and ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. More areas of the park are coming back online in the coming days. Starting today, October 1st, 
Thailand will be dropping the last of their remaining pandemic entry restrictions. This means that unvaccinated travelers will be welcome. In addition, travelers will no longer be required to provide proof of vaccination status or proof of a negative COVID test to visit. The country is also extending the length of time a traveler can stay on the island visa-free to 45 days, up from 30 days. Amsterdam's Schiphol International Airport has recently announced that they will be continuing to limit the number of travelers allowed to depart from the airport through March 2023. This is one of the heaviest traffic airports in Europe. Limiting airport capacity came in response to the frustrations and difficulties in traveling over the summer caused by staffing shortages. This decision will continue to limit supply, and with high demand, this means full flights and higher prices. TTC tour brands Kentiki, Luxury Gold, and Trafalgar have reported a surge in demand for Japan packages following the government's relaxing of travel restrictions starting on October 11th. Many tours have started to sell out for late 2022 and 2023 itineraries. This is good news for the tourism sector in Japan, which has been struggling since the pandemic began in 2020, but can be a sign of bad news for travelers that plan to visit Japan within the next year, but haven't yet booked. If you are interested in visiting Japan late this year or in 2023, reach out to us or your travel advisor soon to learn about what's still available. The Week in Travel is brought to you by The Adept Traveler, a travel agency that specializes in accessible travel. Our goal is to help all travelers, from the novice to the expert, from the able-bodied to the disabled, to travel well. Until next time, travel well, my friends.